There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration Event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And right now, get $1,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Compass Latitude 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Go to Jeep.com to find your local dealer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration Event today. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5-2-22. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Hi there, I am Adam Hebers. This is another episode of my podcast. We will continue where we left yesterday. I'm here from Ordur, uh, a region, uh, a town on the Black Sea region. I, uh, I hope you are all doing fine and that we will get through the pandemic eventually. Today we are continuing. Uh, today we have a little bit uh, a more ex- extended uh, or uh, more than one episode we will need for this male gender uh, we said or, or I identified three of it we said that this uh, there are more about those three free male genders they are some sort of the more dominant one this was male feminism male culturalism than uh, male nostalgia however today with uh, uh, we continue with male culturalism and male culturalism is a bit complex in that sense we have to view this from many ang- uh, angles so not only from the angle of the of the majority or if you want of the host country but as well as from the perspective of migrants and please note that that of course because i i am i am a turkish migrant and i grew up and and grew up in austria so this this view on austria as well as in germany uh, has uh, will of course be pre dominant because I I know little about about uh, cultures or, or especially about blackness in the US I mean I don't know more than what is being reported and what you can read about it nevertheless of course you should uh, be always informed and and it is indeed so so and of course uh, you have to be aware especially for european standards america is leading um, we orient ourselves on america despite the i mean all eyes are on america and we said it in the past it's not like that in in europe less crime or less racism is happening i even think it is it is quite the contrary it is rather that in europe these crimes they do not or these racial attacks they do not make it in to the news like it is in in america i know from my own experiences of course these are not suggestions i know that i am well aware that the american civil society as well as the uh, media landscape in america work way differently than in europe and i said it before and i'm saying it again do not make a mistake take or the, the mis, mistake thinking that Europe would be some sort of racial free or even way better from America I beg 
to defy this decree. However, I think before we start into uh, this gender male role, we have to uh, talk about a little bit of background in the later episodes. I will some sort of go more into detail, but but we are still our f framework is the millennial age, so so we we won't talk about of 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 other uh, multicultural developments in the in the past. There are many. I can only suggest Edward Said wrote uh, about about Orient, about the Orient and how the Orient has been perceived. Indeed, very interesting. And of course, other other works as well. So, about if especially there are two differences we where we will uh, do not go into detail, and I don't want to really define any. Thing whatsoever, but within uh, you can say culturalism is uh, some sort of the headline. And there are two two strings approaches. One is post-colonialism, uh, and and the other is multiculturalism. They differ. Everyone who I just wanted to mention it. Uh, so everyone who wants to go more into detail can do it. Do that we live in the in the age of Google, you can uh, Google everything. However, for the sake of of of, of uh, some sort of a brief introduction introduction, I will not separate between post post colonialism as well uh, and uh, and multiculturalism because I think first of all you shouldn't be. You should not, uh, especially now in the millennial age, and especially in these multicultural societies we live in, you should not have only one approach, but many, I think this is not only uh, confined to feminist thinkings, because this is mostly attributed with feminist approaches, that they use more than one. Now I disagree, I, I think more, more than ever, because those grand narrations those grand nations like Marxism, like 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 metaphysics and so on, that they have some sort of served that time they have ended. Now more than ever, we need more than more approaches. And this is, for example, in in, in psychology, in, in psychology, this is the case in psychology you are even being advised to use more than one approach so so despite the fact uh, that that, that uh, many people within psychology for example despise or Europeans within psychology some sort of despised behavioralism as 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 plain and American never Nevertheless, some accomplishments of behaviorism, behavioralism, are indeed interesting. So, so if they uh, if they recommend it in psychology, then we have should do the same in social science as well. So, period. However, we started the millennial age with the end of the Soviet Union, with the rise of the internet, and for our cultural narration in this episode we will have to take a uh, have to start it with 9 11 9 11 was the the crucial in 
dissident in cultural identity in the Western world. Don't make a mistake about culturalism. And Islam was, of course, in the media before that. But you have to be aware of one thing, that the Cold War, some, some sort of or everything, in a way, submerged un behind or under the narrative of the Cold War and the impending nuclear disaster. So people could not really talk about culture and we have to do away with one mistake. Uh, the societies did not become more culturally diverse because of the fall of the Soviet Union. Because, um, of course, duly, uh, Europe is, is in a way different because Europe, after the First World War, there was an attempt to create in Europe some sort of homogeneous societies. This was especially with the breakup of the uh, Austro-Hungarian Empire, of the breakup of the German Empire, as well as the as well as the Ottoman Empire. Many states in on the Balkans emerged, and the same happened then, pretty much in with Germany and and. Uh, Poland and on the Balkans with uh, uh, these states so so you so Europe was in a way there was an attempt to make it more homogeneous culturally homogeneous nevertheless culture or, or, or different cultures do did exist but with 9-11 especially the, the, the Eastern uh, or the Orient comes more and more in the center of all attention. This uh, We said it before, those narrations about the Orient, this is somehow interesting and remarkable. They go back between the Greeks and the Persians, so, so uh, some of these narrations so, uh, did not change over, over millennia of years, so you could say that the almost free to free thousand years or more we have some sort of two and a half three thousand years we have some sort of uh, uh, this uh, diversion cultural diversion between east and west and it is uh, and this cultural identity is indeed important uh, if the millennial age especially after 9-11 but I assume it is it is rather with the fall of the Soviet Union, because um, uh, with the fall of the Soviet Union, many religious groups rushed into the East. Some sort of tried to reconvert these people uh, back to a religion. You could, um, but uh, truth be told, despite the fact that it is always proper that the Soviet Union was atheistic. Well, this was this is not very accurate because in some parts of the Soviet Union, this was, uh, for example, in Poland, people still were religious. There is even some attempts. Oh, oh, indeed, there are some attempts of the of the Soviet authority to do away with religion, but they failed as well as with with Islam. The Islam on in the Soviet Union was present in in Crimea as well as in Central Asia. There were again attempts 
as well to some sort of fraud, the influence of religion, but they uh, did not really succeed. However, with the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, as well as from the West, but as well as within the Soviet Union, some religious groups rushed in in these areas in in a way reconvert them and you could see this today the effect on it that this is that within the former communist republics people are in, indeed more and more religious but you have to be aware religion is some sort of a big difference religion in the east is rather some sort of national pride or, uh, of identity. This is a bit different from the West where religion has a long more, a longer tradition. This is especially in Europe with the Reformation, with the, with the peace of Westphalia and so on. Religion some sort of existed before states and so on. However, but this is uh, this is uh, the 9/11 was uh, one of the crucial events for in the millennials. A lot of things was was written about about 9/11 and its impact still to this very day. We feel its impact, and as well as the the, the geopolitical impact. Indeed, we are talking about Afghanistan and as well as of Iraq and now today Syria. So this religious war or this uh, attack this uh, this attack on the world trade centers uh, they had a huge impact even even uh, uh, after uh, so long however and and we all there are um, literature written about it this is one uh, samuel huntington the clash of civil some sort of foreseeing and, and, and cultural war and so, so on. You could say Samuel Huntington took away some of Trump's foreign, foreign policies with his attempt, however. And of course, we have, uh, as well as authors of multiculturalism, this is Charles Taylor, who 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 was part of this uh, communitaristic narration, especially he, Charles Taylor, wrote about Canada and and this and the Canadian or the independence of French Canadians and how one could could some sort of live together, live with each other. And like I said, uh, I mean, um, multiculturalism did not exist or come to existence in the millennial age. There was indeed a, a very cosmopolitan society before that. I mean, but there is indeed this is um, uh, there is a difference in cosmopolitanism as well as uh, multiculturalism. Cosmo Politicism is, in the, as well as uh, indicates a, a diverse cultural influence, but cosmopolitanism is rather under the um, umbrella of one leading culture. Cosmopolitanism, 
Artism was rather dominant in the West. It was rather, rather in those big cities which were some sort of melting pot uh, of many cultural uh, cultures around from around the world. It was cosmopolitanism. You could rather say is is in a way was a one-way road, one-way road uh, of one culture who are who are of of one i would not say culture but of one economic class this was rather the middle class who could then part partake or partake in the advantages of of other cultures you could say some sort of food or clothes or whatsoever it was rather this this new middle class which then grow after the war this was among the baby boomers and and this would rather less uh, lay focus on the cultures and traditions of those other other cultures they took over from i mean you all you already heard it uh, and we talked about it uh the, the this approach some some sort of feeling this race because of cultural appropriation so 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 it was indeed an existence. However, and the, the their opposite, you could say, or not opposite, but but an extension is multiculturalism. Multiculturalism, some sort of advocates for equality, equality of cultures, and that the society itself should be created with uh, multi multiculturally. But very important is that there is not one leading culture again this is some sort of a problematic which we will talk about it this is that these cultures rather live some sort of next to each and this is very important that that this is not one one rule one uh, rule of law uh, uh, but that there are many rule of laws whereas in multicultural or in cosmopolitan this was really one rule of law, one dominant society who then some sort of Im, Im, encompasses many different cultures, especially in the cities. So, so uh, and uh, you could say cosmopolitanism was rather some sort of um, proper from hipsters, and it had and it it had rather a lot of connotation to traveling because in the baby boomer age those traveling became some sort of the new the new way to to to, to see the world traveling became became uh, affordable especially in the west and the, the west would then travel in, in all those destinations it was not uh, happening uh, other way around so if you were in the soviet union it was actually very difficult to get out and the state would do everything to prevent people from getting out however so it was therefore it was a one-way road so this uh the, the west they had the material means and the freedom to to travel around the world see all the other cultures and and this was uh, the cosmopolitanism of the baby boomers and then um now in the millennials we have the we have the multiculturalism which for example uh, criticizes uh, 
cultural appropriation as well as whitewashing. I mean, despite the fact that I gave a brief introduction into the separation of cosmopolitanism as well as multiculturalism, indeed, one has to talk about it in, in more detail. Nevertheless, there is enough literature. I mean, I mentioned Charles Taylor. Uh, there are, of, of course, uh, as well as Edward Said. But, however, I want to talk about the problems of multiculturalism. This, some sort of, comes with cultural appropriation. I mean, one leading advocate of multiculturalism is indeed Charles Taylor, who wrote about Canada, about French Canadians and their striving for independence. And he, some sort of, wrote about how one could, some sort of, maintain. Uh, unity, union society without breaking up, but nevertheless, multiculturalism was rather adopted by religious groups. This is indeed uh, something one should uh, put a focus on because of the simple reason that there is no real separation between culture and religion. You don't know what is culture, you don't know what is religion. Everyone talks about a Christian as well as an Islamic society, Islamic and or Christian tradition. And this led to the fact that that more this this discussion about multiculturalism is is uh, dominated by religious groups and by by a religious uh, approach. And another critique point of, of course is that multiculturalism disregards the growing religious in, intolerance, which indeed did not start with 9-11. Nevertheless, we have uh, more and more a uh, uh, rising religious identity. This has become very apparent. One says it is be because of the fall of the Iran Shah in 1979, uh, or uh, the, the Shah of Persia in 1979, so that um, Iran may have contributed their fair share to this polarization of cultures and religions. I mean, we don't know. We have to uh, I would say partially, however, but but uh, uh, multiculturalism, some sort of disregard this development. However, this is not only within the Islam, but as as well as with Christianity. I will talk about this uh, later. This has partially to do with, with this technological development. This is this is another answer for this over-sexualization. Uh, it is another answer to, 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 to this shallowness of this society, of this social media. We, we talked about the, the feminist response of over-sexualization, and religion is another response to, to, to this uh, ego fetish, to the reduction of humans to bare means, and as well as of technological development. This is not new. I mean, every development um, or every fast-growing 
development makes people scary and now we have the pan pandemic no one knows where we will be in in a couple of years or and and uh, before the pandemic of of course this was the financial crisis in 2008 which again had uh, another impact on on people's behavior and and so religion in in general this had this has nothing to do with islam you can see as well as in america as well as in europe the rise of christian communities so christian identity has become very important self-understanding and this has to do partially uh, with cultural with male culturalism this is what i will talk about in the next episode I mean, another critique is on multiculturalism is that it has some sort of a disregard for secularism because we live indeed in an age where people identify either with no real culture or with with rather with uh, with uh, moral prince 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 that's beyond within the bond there is of our culture and some multiculturalism some sort of wants to this is indeed nothing you want to see as negative wants to indeed uh, support uh, the cultural heritage of ethnic groups and individuals this is an indeed honorable but it has a disregard of of globalized culture cultural in in influences so it is to this very day it's not clear anymore which culture in in has influenced this so uh, the other culture you cannot some sort of purely separate one culture from another and that that uh, multi culturalism is some sort of against this global uh, identity a global citizenship of course now one would answer to that yeah this global identity this global uh, self-understanding was only from a one point of view from a european point of view from a eurocentric point of view agreed but never it has some sort of even you have to be part of a culture you have to be part of a group whatsoever or you fall out of this this social net and the same is with multi-ethnicism so if you're a, a not only a mixed race child but as well as a mixed race uh, uh, mixed culture or if your parents you belong to different cultures then it is very difficult to to maintain bond bond there is to both cultures i mean you can see this uh, in the present with some politicians who who actually struggle to maintain both cultures and in multiculturalism the, this really does not have a, a place you have to be one culture or has to be part of one group and this is uh, i would say indeed diametrical to the development of of 
of the millennial age, especially after the postmodern society, you are not only a member of one group, but of many. So, and multiculturalism tries to bring this actually back there, so that you are only a member of, so that you are only a member of one group. And of course, multiculturalism, especially in combination with communitaristic worldviews, supports a religious conservatism. So, because that, because there is no clear separation, what is culture, or and what is religion, and of course, you have to ask yourself: Can one separate between them two? Can you separate between? culture and religion, or are they inseparable? However, the, with the rise of religion identity, this, uh, more and more religious leaders or religious views uh, gain space. So this, uh, this, this then leads to, that the multiculturalism, some sort of does this away does away with the separation of of state and religion with the separation of politics and religion if you want so because those um, those cultures within a broader society then are organized through religion through religious leaders and and some sort of the the preser preservation of religion and religion reads and habits becomes more important than individual freedom so this is again some sort of an attempt to 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 submerge the individual uh, in the group and so make it disappear and because of of more more and more emphasis on on uh, on religious conservatism as well as uh, on 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 tradition it is rather or you could say that multiculturalism is some sort of uh, has has a negative effect on the emancipation of women it is you could say rather disadvantageous so so because it somehow takes back major accomplishment especially of the second wave of feminism i mean of course i don't wanna i don't think we should stay away or stay some sort of stick in this in this this discussion especially in the west whatever with this headscarf whether a headscarf would be liberating and so on i mean this is um, we all talked about the headscarf in in Europe as well as in Austria, but we never talked about the attire of of nuns in Austria. Nuns, uh, no one complained about the f the fact that Catholic nuns in Austria were were uh, wearing their attire in in public and so on. So this entire discussion is, in a way, one-sided. However, you could say, nevertheless, it might have a negative effect on, on, on female emancipation.
So this is some sort of the background if you want. This was a little bit of the background if you want. So so the, these are developments within the society as well as I've mentioned one huge some sort of cleavage where society some is 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 parted. This is uh, the Islam. Islam plays one a crucial role in the, this this discussion. This is in the media whatsoever. Uh, but, but I want to start the male gender with the perspective of of migrants again. Uh, I've uh, and then in the next episode I will try to match the. Uh, the perspective of, of of the host society or or the majority of of, of male. But before we continue, um, like I said, I, I have a very specific view point of Austria and Germany. Nevertheless, we have to clear something up, and this is there is indeed a difference between Afro Americans or any. Uh, uh, in Africans who were brought to slave as slaves to American migrants, and the 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 one significant point is of course culture because Afro Afro Americans they were up abducted from their homes they were deprived of their culture language of their names, and and then they had to uh, work in in humane con conditions in their plant in 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 plan touches and had to do and endure harassment of all kinds and so on and indeed there is a different to migrant migrant culture because migrants mostly have preserved their own culture they have mostly preserved their language their religion for example many indians uh, in in the uk pakistani or whatever they were not deprived f from their culture and and, and tradition and this makes indeed a difference this makes a difference in that sense so that afro-americans uh, still have to have to use the language and the culture of of this white uh, uh, of the white man who who deprived them from their culture, so they use them, they maintain them, help to help to maintain them, and this has further an effect of of uh, on them. Whereas as a migrant, I know this from my own experience. Your own culture gives you more uh, self-esteem, more self-assurance, despite the fact that. That uh, your culture may be seen or used as with derogatory terms or some sort of demeaned in public. Nevertheless, you have a culture and uh, and uh, tradition to rely on, and I think this is one of the big differences one has to has to notice because as a migrant you have this connection to your roots it 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 doesn't matter whether you do, you may not be 
proficient in your mother tongue, nevertheless there is a bond between you and your home or home culture or the culture of the of your ancestors and uh, this is missing with the afro american community there is even one good tv series which i again uh recommend this is roots uh, this is this this is about about one one black hair boy who who is who was abducted from 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 uh, Africa brought to America and this is some sort of the entire uh, family and family history of of this man Kunta Kintete and and this is a, a, a two-part series so which the, as well as shows you a little bit of American history so I would definitely recommend to everyone uh, watching roots however what i will uh, talk about in the next uh, uh, part is even the 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 um, male gender of migrants especially in austria and germany i will try to give an understanding of uh, a development i mean of course there is a lot of issue uh, and in germany as well as in in Austria migration especially migration from the Middle East is a big issue so still uh, elections are won, uh, are won and lost because of this issue and in Austria uh, the migration is the dominating narration in in elections so it is a very you could say a, a very uh, intense topic with with each uh, blamings and and so on but uh, we talked about it in the past i mean gastarbeiters this were called to, to migrants from east europe or southeast europe as, as well as turkey they were they came to austria and germany this was never meant to last this was only meant temporarily uh, and and uh, the, and when these migrants came to Europe, especially from the Middle East, I mean you have to be aware of one thing that these um, migrants were poor. So uh, if you uh, if you are well off, why would you go on such an arduous task to live in a foreign country, especially if you do not speak the speak the language? Yeah, you were. Uh, there have to be some sort of a push and uh, and ambition. So these migrants, especially from Turkey, they were mostly poor and uneducated because Turkey uh, in that year, especially in rural areas, uh, there, there was not a, a sophisticated edu education because those Kemalist reforms, some sort of were mostly focused and centralized in cities, and they were mostly some sort of a middle class oriented. So Kemalism did not care much about the poor or and farmers and so on. And this is this is one of the reasons why Erdogan later took power in in 
So again, this was in the beginning. This was because Kemalism did not, uh, well, did only concentrated itself in the cities and left rural areas alone. However, but nevertheless, so within the host society, a common perception prevails that migrants, especially from the Middle East, that they were lazy, stupid, and and so so on, so that they would be in a way inferior. Uh, and uh, this is of course you have to see this with the context of the education, whereas people from other parts of Europe, especially from from the former communist regimes, they had all better edu education. Only imagine in former Yugoslavia, there was a lot of more support. Uh, for uh, for uh, students, there were mm, those communist countries. They had uh, they had uh, mostly a very bad business model, but nevertheless they had formidable education system. So so illiteracy was pretty much extinct in these areas. So they did put a lot of emphasis in 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 raising the the, the youth, of course, this was not all of, of this was all with uh, with uh, a back thought. This was all, of course, due to a purpose. However, so there is and there is a a, a divergence between between uh, migrants from from former communist uh, countries and migrants from 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 non communist countries this is a fact and partially uh, you can explain this partially because in these non communist countries there was not really really uh, a good educational system and edu and poverty is something you do not uh, or, uh, you you some sort of learn uh, life skills differently when you have an education or you get different life skills however and another thing was that, that the emancipation of the woman indeed uh, was some sort of confined in the west in the communistic um, countries there was as well as an emancipation Indeed, so women were partially, but they were not really equal. So, but it, it was some sort of sexual freedom. It was rather some, especially in in Russia, this was some to to break with these old tsaristic rules. And this it is hard. It is a bit difficult to explain this, but this was some sort of to break with the past. Uh, do not follow this gender, all past gender roles, so, so one would break with this uh, religious doctrine. There was more sexual liberalization in the thing, in the, in the, um, in the East, uh, abortion was easier, the pill, you could easily get the pill, the pill was, was even introduced earlier, so, so this was a bit However, but from the Middle East or from from other non-communist countries, the 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 
the emancipation of women was indeed different. So the first migrants, Gastarbeiter, they came in the 60s, 70s, and for them this sexual revolution, which started in the universities and which, which was some sort of always in in a way in the elite was of course hardly to grasp for someone who has who who has all the not really proper education who was poor and this led partially to a, a different perception however and we i talked about this in the past as well it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.